be watching us thinking, didn't they all wear that well, yesterday? But it, it, who's watching it? I mean, I would. I would, yeah. I called attention to it, so now they are. All right. So we're going to go behind the curtain, and we are not here right now. I'll tell you where we are. We're on a trampoline. Is this real? Or I am, but these two might not be. Um, we're actually at our <laughs> staff meeting at Sky Zone. And before we get into what we're going to talk about today, are you guys going to be getting on the trampolines tomorrow? Lindsay, can you come in the background here? <laughs> so, because we need support. Sky Zone is fantastic. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Fun. <laughs> Just give Lindsay your mic. You know. But I'm 55 and have back problems. So Lindsay, sadly, you gonna, I You going to get on a trampoline, Lindsay? Listen, I'm not 55 and I don't have back problems, but I'm still not getting on a trampoline because I don't want to have back problems when I am 55. Fair. <laughs> that's, Sorry, that's a fair. fair assessment. Yeah, but it's a great place for the rest of our staff. Lindsay, I will, you, tons I will of fun. like slightly bounce. Like, you know, like the little tiny, like yeah. old school 80s style trampolines that you would do workouts on or whatever. I'll yeah. slightly bounce on those. Okay, so just a, like limit. a quick, like a cameo appearance? Yeah, okay. you know. Just, I could do that probably. We, we can do the 55 and up trampoline and Lindsay can go on I'm it. I'm a part of that one now. <laughs> okay. So I'm glad you brought that up, Leah, because, you know, Petey and I have been talking about this a lot, how, uh, you know, there's a lot of ageism at PHNX <laughs> when we organize these events and really in just conversation period, like we hear it all the time. Like Leah makes reference to my age. <laughs> probably. So what would your event then be, Craig? You know, Petey and I were talking we about talked this. About we that. do have some ideas. Petey, go ahead. Throw out well, our, our top idea is I think we should have our next staff meeting at the library. <laughs> <laughs> we could be quiet. We could Lizzie. check out books. I they probably that. they have CDs and cassettes you can rent. Cassettes. And we could just be quiet. I, I like that, too, because there wouldn't be a lot of talking like there normally yes. is at our staff meetings. People would actually have you, to be you quiet. Know what? <laughs> do you want to know our problem here? We've got we've got people that want to win stuff. Yeah. And they want to compete and win shit. They're weekend so, warriors. And you know who the biggest children are here? Is um, the people on the Sun Show. And I'm gonna say it's Saul and Espo. Because they want to win shit. They want to show I'm I'm not my age. I'm 15. I want to run around. I'm gonna beat your ass doing whatever it is we've got to do. And that's literally why we do all these things. You should look the see the look on Saul's face when we go to a place where we're competing. I feel like he <laughs> might literally kill you. Did you see him at pickleball? Like, buddy, pe like, uh, like he was like he was vicious at pickleball, and that's why we do and these do things. You know what it's they, Saul. And do you know what they want to do at Sky? Yes, because they go. I don't think people are going to want to play basketball. It's okay. We'll just play dodgeball. Right. Yeah. Dodgeball. dodgeball. Can you dodge a wrench on a trampoline? Can I just? I. I Listen, I'm so excited. I love Sky Zone. I've been. It's a great place like to take your yeah, family. Yeah, with my kid. Go, or go with your friends. Just Thank just you. jump up and down. Let's just jump okay, up and down. Okay, I might be able to jump up and down. But we don't have to play smash, yeah, slam not, ball, flash ball, whatever. The, playing dodgeball. But that's what, did you see Saul's eyes light up? Like, oh my God, we get to do that? It's, uh, I swear it's them. Like, I'm, I'm too old oh my for God, this. Yeah. But Thank it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't you wait. know, I think we could solve the competition thing still. I think we, we can satisfy them by doing things that are more appropriate, you know, age appropriate. Travel okay. tournaments? Yeah, shuffle, shuffleboard. <laughs> you know, I think we could do that. Bingo? Jarts? We could, have, we could go to a bingo hall. Don't want to pin, put jarts? jarts? You ever put jarts? Bingo. See? Bingo? bingo you know I'll bet we could walk into any VFW and play bingo and they just, they'd let it happen. They'd of be course. excited to see us. See, I like so, where your head's at. What's yeah. jarts? Jarts? Do you know lawn darts? Jarts? I do. I do. They, yeah, you play They bocce? used to have pointy ends. play bocce? bocce ball? Yeah. Shuffleboard. I like bocce. Let us know. Okay. Let us know in the chat. Is your this show ideas. over yet? No. Just getting <laughs> let started. Let us know in buddy. the chat your ideas for um, non-physical staff meeting ideas. Non-physical. See, there it is, right there. There um, it is, right there. All right. More shade. 
Well, to continue being ageist, let's talk about the youths on the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk all... Let me put on my glasses co- yeah. so I can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about the Coyotes prospect pool today by position. Um, I think last month Craig put out an article, the overall ranking of the Coyotes prospects. So that was just overall. So we're going to break it down by position group. Obviously, Craig didn't come up with the ranking himself because he was admit that he is not qualified to make those decisions um and then we'll kind of look at all the different areas and maybe discuss where there's some room for needing to add prospects maybe needing to add additions by trade in the future Mm -hmm. um what what positions we can be comfortable in and which ones there's opportunity to grow Um, So with that being said, I think we should start with the centers because center depth or lack of has been kind of the (sighs) The, story of the Arizona Coyotes. Bane of their existence. Yep. Yep. Um, History. You like that? I was going to say McBain. I know, but that was a Monday show. (laughs) There it is. There it is. is. Yeah, I think it has to be about centers. I think if you want to win and you want to be a perennial playoff team and, and eventually hoist the cup, you need to be strong up the middle of the ice, period. So let's take a look at the top five center prospects in the Arizona Coyote system as of right now, August 1st, 2023. And Logan Cooley obviously tops that list. And now we know that he is making his Coyotes debut this fall. Then Connor Geeky, Sam Lipkin, Nathan Smith, and Tanner Ludke. And I don't want to insult anybody, but it's kind of... I mean, it drops off in rounds. Right. And draft and, I mean, rounds Barrett Hayden and Jack McBain are already yeah. on the roster. Yes. They're young guys. They'll be there for a while. So you this have is, that. This is more like but this prospects is, and right. the up and coming. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, kind, I, of, kind of a drop off between Geeky and Lipkin. Nothing against Sam Lipkin and the rest of them. But it's just it's not that, I guess, elite level high draft. Beyond pick. Connor Geeky, I'm not even sure if those other guys are going to play center if they make it to the NHL. I don't know yet. Uh, Sam Lipkin has been a great story, obviously a seventh round draft pick who is now one of their better prospects. So that's cool. But again, what what's his role going to be at the NHL level? We'll see how that plays out. When I look at them right now, if if, if we slot Logan Cooley up top and I don't know who's second, if it may, maybe right now it's Barrett Hayden and you bring in Geeky and you bring in McBain. You okay with that? Assuming everybody pans out, everybody takes the step up that they need to, but that's a lot of ifs, right? I'd feel a lot better about this franchise if they had another top six center prospect in the pipeline. Yep. Yeah, the big, the big issue you have is is you've got with Logan Cooley is that we're all expecting him to be that number one center that they've lacked since 98, 99. And, and that's yep. a lot of that's a lot of pressure to put on this kid's shoulder who hasn't stepped on the ice for the NHL team yet. So I think the future is you want him to be that. You've got to pencil him in there. And I don't think, Craig, I don't think it's this year. I don't think it's next year. I think it's it's that third season you can start to look at him being the guy that, that plays in the middle on the top line. Barrett Hayton's going to get a bite of that. Connor Geek, you have to see how he develops. And Jack McBain, which we talked extensively about yesterday. I, I think if Jack McBain's your number four center, you're a pretty good hockey team. Yeah. It's so, just what does the top end look yeah, like? Yeah, so, so he can go top end, and then we talk about Connor Geek. is a guy that I'm not convinced is going to play in the middle of the ice in the NHL. Maybe he moves to the wing, and you still get another another top six center. There, I, I could... 
I, I did see something out of Sam Lipkin at the development camp that I wouldn't bet against that kid playing in the National mm-hmm. Hockey League. The way he's come as a seventh-round draft pick and how he's developed at this point, by now a lot of guys that are in the seventh-round draft pick have, have dropped off the radar of the team by then. Um, he's still very much on the radar of this Arizona Coyotes team, so I wouldn't doubt him. Nathan Smith, we don't know what he is yet. I I think this year is a very, very big year for him down in Tucson. He needs to progress his name. He needs to take his game farther offensively. I think he needs to do a lot this season to prove where he's going to fall into the future of this team. If Logan Cooley pans out and is that number one center, and let's just say, for the sake of this conversation, Connor Geeky, you know, Bill Armstrong has compared him to having the ceiling of someone like Tage Thompson. Mm. And Tage Thompson just had his breakout year at 25 years old. Connor Geeky's 19, so that's, you know, five to six years away. But we're looking, let's just, for the sake of this, we're looking years down the road when everybody's kind of peaking. You got Cooley at number one. Let's just say Connor Geeky's number two. Barrett Hayton, three. McBain, four. And everyone is playing to their full potential. Is that center depth enough to be competitive for a Stanley Cup. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, it's a, it's a lot of ifs. Like we're, you want to play the numbers game when you're, when you're projecting prospects, when you're, when you're building your system, you have to plan for the idea. Some of these guys aren't going to pan out the way you thought they're going to pan out. It's not a perfect world. It rarely is a perfect world. So the more depth that they can get, the better. Um, I, I don't know what Barrett Hayden can be at this point. Um, Barrett Hayden was drafted to be a top six center without question when, when you look at the position. But up until last season, we didn't think that that was going to happen. And now he's taken a major step forward. I just I just feel like you need more depth. You need high-end depth at the center position. Not to mention, like, injuries. What if what if, that, what if an injury hits your, your center depth chart? Can you withstand it? I, I just think they need to keep stockpiling. And fortunately, they have the draft picks. We've talked about this a lot. They have 12 picks in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. So we say this a lot, Craig. We say, you know, the what if and what's the future. I think Barrett Hayton, for me, it's what can he become. I think the last 20 games of last season, we saw what he hoped he can be. Yeah. Between Keller and Schmoltz, I think you saw a player committed to getting to the front of the net, added points, was good on the power play, net front guy. I think that's, if he can sustain that, I don't even know if he needs to set the bar higher than that. If he can just sustain consistently the way he played the last 20 games, he can be a number two center in this league. That's a big ask because we've seen his career go up and down and up Mm -hmm. and down with injuries, with playing time. All of those things have affected him. If he can come out this season and start where he left off, I think that's a very good sign that two years, three years from now, that he is that guy that can play in the number two spot because he can defend and he's fast enough and and skilled enough to contribute on the offensive side too. So I think he can be a number two guy. Yeah, elite centers are just so hard to come by mm-hmm. in the league. And if you're not drafting one, then you have to be one of those, tra- those teams that get so lucky and trades for one. Trade for one, um, the St. Louis Blues, Ryan O'Reilly, Vegas, and, yeah, and Jack Braden Eichel. Sh- I mean, yeah. And, so, and St. Louis got Braden Shen, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, at the time. so there's always that possibility. Like you never say never. And Bill Armstrong was there in St. Louis. So who knows? But I think it's just a bit more of that comfortability factor to know that they're there within your system and who's i mean who says sam lipkin just because he used a seventh round draft pick can't be an nhl set maybe he'll take a little longer than a guy like 
Logan Cooley, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a very smart cerebral player that yeah. can fill a lot of roles. And even if his skill level and speed doesn't match some of these other high centers, then you can play him lower in the lineup, but he can be a more effective player because he is so smart. He can defend. He can get the defensive zone starts. You still need players that can play on your bottom six. I think Sam could. It's way too early to project him in, a, in an NHL lineup. He has got a long road ahead coming from the seventh round to show that. But at every challenge he's had so far, he's answered the bell. So I, I'm excited to watch him because he does work extremely hard, and he's a very cerebral, smart hockey player. Mm. All right. Well, that's the center depth. Um, we'll talk about the wingers, the defense, and the goaltenders here in a second. But before we get there... Um, we had an illegal pizza delivery to the office on Monday, which was the best surprise of the week um, for me. Literally, like Max sent the slack and I said, yes, out loud. My biggest surprise was, you know, not having my slide up on the show on Monday. But <laughs> illegal pizza was a good hey, surprise. Uh, advanced, advanced stats. You got any? <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, check out illegal pizza. It is Taco Tuesday today. So uh, swing by. Get those tacos from Illegal Pete's. Um, and as we mentioned yesterday, I need a vat of queso. I just mm-hmm. I just need them to send me like weekly queso. If I could like chips and queso, I can snack on all day. A drip. Yeah, a drip. But be, also yeah. underrated Illegal Pete's chips. Not that kind of drip, Petey. Sorry. <laughs> Not fashion. Illegal Pete's chips, super underrated. So stop by Illegal Pete's. It's on Mill Ave. If you haven't been, go by. Everyone who's gone, I have not steered anybody wrong. I haven't. Um, I know a lot of you have gone and loved it. So check out Illegal Pete's. It's your go-to spot this summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. Five high noons for just $22. And don't forget to follow at Illegal Pete's on Instagram to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned on their stories to win free tickets to the concerts you're dying to see. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books. Um, speaking of Logan Cooley, there was a lot of chatter in our chat last week about Logan Cooley for Calder um, when he opted to sign with the Coyotes. If you want to put your money where your mouth is, go for it. Um, the BetMGM Sportsbook app has futures up. I saw when I was scrolling yesterday, they have Norris Trophy odds already, Vesna Hart. Um, so I'm sure Calder is not far behind. Keep checking back to BetMGM so you can, uh, like I said, put your money where your mouth is. I love betting on futures because you just sprinkle a few bucks, you forget about it, and then you get paid out later if you're right. Um, so check it out. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-50. Five zero Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred Next Step Arizona. One 4700 Nevada. One eight hundred Bets Off Iowa. One eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred nine eight one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. All right, let's get into the forward depth. General outside of just center depth, but just forward depth wingers. Um, and we'll pull up the list here. So Dylan Gunther is the leader on this list. Again, a guy expected to be on the Coyotes roster come fall. 
And then uh, Daniil Boot is the next highest guy, 12th overall draft pick this year in 2023. He's obviously still a couple years out with his contract with the KHL, followed by Josh Doan, who made his uh, AHL debut last season for Tucson. Julian Lutz is next, a 2022 draft pick. And Miko Matika, another great name. name. Um, Another 2022 draft pick. So this is the current top five. Obviously, you can dive deeper. Again, Craig's article, gophnext.com, for the full prospect rankings. But this is, you know, just overall forwards, not center, more wing-focused depth what stands out about well, this list first of all let's let's state again that there are some guys on the roster that are going to be here while clayton keller's here we'll, we'll see about nick schmaltz but you got lawson kraus you got matthias michelli so you've got some other players that can play in your top nine um having said that like it, I, I, i'd like to get your thoughts on this pd i don't i don't know what josh Doan's ceiling yet is he's uh he's been a late bloomer his entire career he adapted far better to Tucson immediately than I thought he would. But the top two guys on this list right now are the only guys that I think I'd look at and say, yeah, those are guys that could be in your top six eventually. I think when you look at Gunther, who's already played in a top six role in the National Hockey League, the answer is clearly yes, because he's been there and he's done it. And he's proved he can do that. And he's proved that he's going to be a goal scorer at every level he's played. Mm-hmm. So he is elite here in this group. Um, Daniel Boot, the expectations are high. Really, uh, you draft him in 12th overall in the first round. The expectations are that he is going to be a player for a very long time. And with his size, speed and skill, he should and needs to be a top six forward on this team for a very long time when they come through the rebuild and they're ready to win. The question marks. I, I think you're right. I think that line stops at Doan. I think below that, Lut- Lutz and, and Matika, I yeah. think you have to wait and see. Yeah. Like they're so far out, you just don't know what they can progress and what their path is going to be. For Josh Doan, who I always says, well, he's too small. Well, he's going to not try anymore. to play at 205 this yeah, year. He's, not he's no anymore. longer small. Yeah. Well, he's not quick enough to play in college, at a major college. Well, he was. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, again, you don't want to bet against people and kids that prove you wrong over and over again, and he's another one of those. So do I see him as an everyday NHLer? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I think his transition to Tucson last year and the end of the season was much better. His work ethic is amazing. Yeah. Studies the game incredibly hard. He's got a very, very high hockey IQ Q, and All he's that. ready to learn. Yeah. And his last name is Doan. So, so you know what kind of person so, he is. So yes. great in the room. So great. Yeah. Yes. He's got all those so again, things locked down. If you just you watched him in this development camp. And he took a huge step forward this year from where he was last Mm. year. And not just on the ice, but off the ice. He became a leader. And there's just something special about him. So I don't want to say yet that he can't be an everyday player in the NHL. Because I I, I just want to see. I'm not ready to set the bar for Josh Stone yet. That's saying he can't. He's he's one of those kids. Just just, you don't want to say he can't. Yeah. So we'll see. One other point, too, with uh, this group that we have. Again, I mentioned earlier with the centers, we don't know if those guys are all going to play center. So they could end up adding to your depth chart yes. on the wing. If you mentioned Geeky, I also mentioned Sam Lipkin could be a guy who plays on the wing in the NHL. So we'll see how they impact the depth chart as well. Yeah, and you talk about a Sam Lipkin. And, and we talked about... Sorry, Leah. We keep talking <laughs> over you. No, but, but he, he, he is a guy that... I, we talked about him being low in the lineup, but he's a guy that could be a fourth-line winger. And again, it's because of his ability. To, he'll do whatever he's asked. That kid, if it, it's playing on the fourth line on the wing, then it is what it is. So, I, I, I 
I, I we will fill out how talk about how they're going to fill this entire roster out with sprinkling of other things later. But but I I like the depth on the wing. I think again you have to fill that in with the upcoming drafts with the twenty four picks or whatever they have in the in the next few drafts. <laughs> It's insane. <laughs> Sounds right. It's insane. Uh, so I think they have some other work to I do. I just wanted to make one note too about Miko Matika, just because I wanted to say his name again. Um, but he's going to play for University of Denver this mm-hmm. upcoming season, which he was originally supposed to do last year. There was some issues with transferring of school credit. He didn't play for Denver. Huh, sounds familiar. <laughs> RM Duda. <laughs> he didn't play for Denver last season. So he's going to now get his chance to play against older players. Yeah. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how he does, and I believe Denver does play ASU um, this year, so an yeah. opportunity to see Miko Matika. And, you know, if he stays beyond that, Denver becomes part, part of in it. the same conference yep. as ASU and in the same pod for that pod scheduling that the, uh, the NCH is going to use. So, yeah, you could see a lot of him. Yeah, opportunities to, to see him for sure. Um, okay, let's move on to the defense. Um, this was one that before this year's draft – was always talked about as a weak spot in terms of the prospect depth. Um, and obviously the Coyotes went out and drafted Dmitry Simashev with the sixth overall pick. Um, so let's take a look at the Coyotes defense prospect depth. And Dmitry Simashev does lead that list right now, followed by Maverick Lamaru, who the Coyotes selected in the first round of the 2022 draft. Artem Buda, um, we've spoken highly of him, is next. Maximilian Zuba, Zuba. is fourth. And then Victor Soderstrom um, still finds himself uh, as a as a prospect rather than a everyday player. But I got to say, you guys, this list is starting to look a little bit mm-hmm. more promising to me. Even with Duda and Zuber, when, which were they were around when we were talking about this group maybe not being as deep before. But now that we've seen what their ceiling can be, plus you add Simashev into this mix... Uh, this this is, seems a lot more promising. You know, it's funny because uh, w- when we talked about this group two months ago at the defensive depth, I thought this was the weakest area of this Coyotes roster. Now, after we've gone through centers and wings, this is the strongest. Uh, I think this is the deepest area is that defense. And part of the reason of that is you add J.J. Mosier and Yusuf Alamaki, and you've got kids in this roster. So and Sean Dersey. And Sean Dursey, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you got the three guys that are going to be there for quite some time mm-hmm. in that depth. And you look at these guys coming, you've got size, you've got speed, you've got skill. Um, the, the biggest question mark on this list for me is the same guy that's been on that list for year after year is Victor Soderstrom. What and when is he going to break out? And and we, we had this discussion about the lineups a week ago, and so many people in the chat kept saying, well, it's his year. He's going to be, I don't know yet. Yeah, I, I, I have yet to see it. So he's the guy for me that I look at that and go, gosh, he, he needs to have a very big year. Um, I think the other guys have time to develop, and Simashev is going to be developing for a few years in the K. He's got to, got to. If he's going to be a part of this franchise, he needs to move the bar this season. Yep, I agree with you. Even though they'll have him under contract, you know, or under team control at least, yeah, it's time. It's time for Victor Soto to show something or get left behind because you can see the trajectory of some of these other players it's probably a couple of years before they start making an impact on the organization. We know that Simashev's under contract for two more years. Duda's hoping to play in Maine, although we don't have that confirmed yet. But he's going to be playing in North America, play in the USHL probably if he doesn't play in Maine. 
he could be a guy who makes an impact in two years. Um, Maverick Lamoureux could be a guy who makes an impact in two years. If Soderstrom doesn't get it done really soon, he could be left behind or they could just cut bait at that point. The, the other thing that I look at when I look at this group, and, and there's no guarantee it's going to happen, and we know defensemen develop more slowly than other positions, or at least forward positions. We don't know yet if they have a top pair guy, but at least we have some possibilities. Because when you look at the roster right now, I love J.J. Mosier, and I thought he was a terrific pick. I still think he's better suited as a second pair guy. Those other guys, we'll see at this point. Sean Dersey, we know, can help their power play. Can he play in a top six role without being sheltered. I don't know about those guys yet, but when I look at this list, when you look at Simashev, you look at Duda, maybe even Maverick Lamru, are these guys who could eventually become top pair guys? Yeah, and that's what this team has been missing for a while now. And you hope it's Simashev. I mean, you're picking him very high in the draft. You've heard all the things about his skating and and physical play and puck moving, and he, he checks all the boxes, so you hope he is one of those guys that can play on the top pair. Um, it, it's a need they have to fill if this team is going to be a perennial playoff team. You got to, and if you look at teams that win the cup, they have a homegrown guy in that yep. top pair Yep, that you drafted. And they do have uh, a, a draft coming up that's supposed to be even heavier on top defensive prospects. And again, they have high draft picks again. So um, One more thing about the defense. Obviously, we just saw Vegas have a strong mm. defense. Not just strong, but big. And you re- go through this list, Simashev, 6'4", Lamru 6'7", Duda, 6'1", um, Zuber, 6'3". So you got some size. It's a copycat on, league. On anyway, the back end. You see what succeeds. Yeah, so Victor Soderstrom at 5'11", you got you to step up. <laughs> you got well, you got to bring something at the offensive end. I mean, you got to... Re- <laughs> she goes... <laughs> Are you kidding? Was that a dad joke? No, no, that a dad joke? No, Just straight I- calling him out. She's like... Good luck. They're all tall. You're no, not no. the vibe. You've got to step up. What I, what I mean, he must use a stool as you <laughs> skate around the ice. <laughs> you have to like put inserts in your skates to be taller. No. What I'm saying is you're at a disadvantage because you're under six feet. So he's already at a disadvantage because we're saying he needs to have a prove-it year. He, he, yeah. Even more so because he doesn't have the size that these other defensemen do. Not only is Leah ageist, she is now heightist. There, there it is. <laughs> well, I knew that before, actually. So. I mean, just because I'm as tall as all of you guys. I'm just kidding. Not you, wow. Jacob. Jacob is six seven, so there's no there's no wow, coming close. That's true. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, one thing we can all agree Speaking on about peeling back the curtain. One thing we understand how it really operates here at BHS. We can all agree that we love Four Peaks beer, no matter <laughs> what our views are on anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna we go home and drink it heavily after this show. Jacob, you were in Sedona this weekend. I stopped in Sedona on my way home from Flagstaff. Did you drink Four Peaks this weekend? I did. What kind? It was uh, the Wowie. Yeah. It, yeah I mean, it's, it's I mean, summer, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess it did rain in Flagstaff, so I could have had an excuse to go out and, and have yeah. a little heavy or something. But yeah. it was, I mean, it was, it's hard to go wrong this with is, Wow. This is a Wow podcast. <laughs> we love Wow. Peach as well, mm-hmm. and obviously Killifter. And as the seasons change, we'll, we'll you know, we'll... I was about to say we'll tout, but then I was like, oh, we'll stout our favorite beers. <laughs> I was trying to make a beer pun. Jacob's giving me a thumbs down. Um, you can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer in the Valley. Um, you can also stop by their H3 Pub. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest in Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. Um, also, OGs, speaking of great tastes, 
Holy moly, they have the fruits and the creams. Especially for summer. They remind you of summer. Yes, the pink they lemonade. They remind you of summer as a kid. Except not the... Well, not the CBD and yeah. THC. <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> or maybe it was Bemidji. Good you Lord. know. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, so OGs, they have multi-flavor bags, which is great if you're looking to switch it up. Um, the fruits and the creams, you can get a sunny sativa or a mellow indica blend. And what I like about how they name the bags, like... If you're not a weed connoisseur, sometimes it's hard to remember if like which if indica or sativa, like which does which. I like it. Mellow indica, sunny sativa. It's like I go into couch. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. But it's indica into couch. I don't know. I just like that. Um, and the the fruits and the creams are available in both sativa and indica, so you can customize your OG's experience based on your mood or your time of day. So it's just a stacked lineup. Um, especially with the fruits and the creams, assorted packs, the sleep edition gummies, the strawberries and cream, happy balance, the lightweight friendly mini OGs, our pals at OGs most definitely have something for you. And we highly recommend you check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older to purchase. Okay. Last position group. This is another one that yep, before, the again. before the 2023 draft. See what else happens at PHNX, PD? The goalies. The last position <laughs> that we'll talk about. Oh, yeah, there's goalies. Best yeah, we should last. Talk about Come them on. Too. Oh, no, that's it. It's oh, nice Lord. Attempt at a recovery. Little. Yeah, it's it's the goalies. And all kinds of shade today. There are a lot more of them in the system than there were two months there ago. There are. So yeah. let's pull up the list of a top goaltender prospects in the Coyote system. And Michael Rubble, <laughs> Rubble, Rubble. Rubble leads that list. Um, he was the Coyote's second round pick in 2023. Ivan Prozvitov is second. Anson Thornton, Rasmus Korhonen, mm-hmm. and Matt Vialta um, on that list. Obviously, there's more because... Yeah, we didn't even talk about the other two drafts. Carson Musser and Melker um, Thielen. Um, but, I mean, seven... Seven prospects, essentially. Crazy, right? Had a com- great conversation last week with Coyote's development uh, goaltending coach, um, Charlie, Charlie McTavish. McTavish. So, I don't know why I say it with I don't know why he said either. He's, he's literally from, Boston, from Ontario. Yeah, um, I still like saying it. Check way. that out if you missed it. Really great insight into goaltending. But this is, this is exciting for the Coyotes to hopefully, finally, have drafted their goaltender future, maybe. And, yeah, and that's maybe. the thing, right? <laughs> Ivan Prozatov is not the top of this list anymore, and he has been their top goaltending prospect for a while. He's not anymore. He's got competition, and I'm not saying that was the sole reason why they they added so much depth to their system at the goaltending position. This this draft afforded that. But when you look at the addition of Matt Vialta in Tucson, that is definitely about competition. And then all these other additions, they're going to have that end result of driving Ivan Prozovtov to either achieve his potential or, again, like we talked about with Victor Soderstrom, falling behind. This franchise, two years ago, there was only one name on that list, and it was Ivan Prozovtov. Yeah. He was the only name on the list, and now he's not even the top of that list. This franchise, we've talked about their futility of drafting in the goaltender position over the last 20 years. It's horrific. Entire history. Yeah, it's horrific. Yep. 
So this now, again, we uh, in Bill Armstrong, we trust. Uh, Michael Rabel is now the guy. Can he be the future? And here's the one thing. We talk about goalie depth. Yes, you need it. And you saw it in Vegas, played five goalies leading up to the playoffs. Yeah. And, and so you need to have depth to win in this league. The, the schedule, the, the, the way that position is played now, it's very demanding. You need to go beyond too deep. You got to go three, maybe four deep. So it's really important that you're deep there. The good news is you only play one at a time. So do I think that that guy that leads this team into the promised land is on that list? Honestly, probably not. The one position that I think that you can go outside and just get a guy to get you there. Coyotes do that well somehow. They they is goaltending. Better success For the first time, though, you can look at this list and go, maybe. And and I don't know with with pros for top if if you even could have said maybe before and so now you've looking at 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 a depth of guys size wise skill wise competitiveness wise like Vialta is interesting to me to see how far he can put pros with top and does he come become the guy that's playing more of those third guy minutes this season because he's still young too. Well, if there's an injury with Benji yeah. or Ingram this season, like. What if it's halfway through the year and he's been out playing Prozvitov? Like, does he get the call? It's Aiden Hill. Maybe. Aiden Hill wins the cup coming from the minors. Yep. So we weren't all talking about Aiden Hill at game 40 last year. But nope. trust me, we weren't. And so now he signs a huge ticket. You never know where that guy's going to come from. I think this depth is impressive. I think it's as deep in the goal tender position this franchise has ever been. I'm still not going jumping over joy and seeing rainbows and unicorns yet because I just don't know where no, they're going. It takes so long to develop that you can't go. Yeah, I remember when Carey Price broke into the National Hockey League and you go, eh, maybe, maybe <laughs> because because they're young yeah. and they take time and mm-hmm. it, it just, they don't wow you right out of the gate. And even those ones that do wow you out of the gate, Jim Carey, who? Exactly. The actor in the Yeah, mask. not the actor. So, and, and that's exactly my point, that there are those goalies that you think are going to be the next great. Yeah. And Murray, Matt Murray. Oh, he's the next great thing. Well, is he? He was for Rick, like a year. Rick yeah. DiPietro. Rick DiPietro. There's, the list is incredibly long, so I don't want to get too excited other than their cupboards are stocked with goaltenders for the first time yeah, in you 25 play the years. Game. Right. You play the numbers So hopefully game. one of these guys does become head and shoulders, and they might. They've, 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 they're thrilled with what their scouting has come up with in these positions. They believe in their development program, and they believe in their coaching staff. So they think they can take one of these guys and make him the future. The future for this team for me is three years from now. Yeah. Who is the guy in three years? Is it Karel Vamelka still in three years? Know. Yeah, and to to your point, you can go outside. The last two years have proven that, right? Aiden Hill, two former Coyotes. Yeah, Aiden Hill and Darcy Kemper won the cup. Yep. But as we heard from Mike McKenna, you look at those guys that won multiple cups, like Andre Vasilevsky was a first round draft pick. Corey Crawford did it with the Blackhawks. Mark Andre Fleury did it with Pittsburgh before he yep before he was gone. Um, I'm I'm Jonathan Quick. You you can keep going down the list of multiple cup winners that were homegrown picks, homegrown. Yep. So. There's something to be said for that. And at, at the very least, like it, it, maybe these guys become assets, especially like right. if you get two of these guys that develop, yep. you might have an asset that you can trade for something else too. Who knows? And, and, and goaltending is so hard to predict. To be honest, this team is not ready to, in my opinion, is not ready to make the playoffs right now anyway. Right. So does Karel Vamelka become one of those pieces? It might be. And that could be as soon as this year's trade deadline that you can get another asset for these goaltenders. Ingram signed for three years now, so yep, could be. 
So I, I would agree with you that these uh, having this many goaltenders in the system is advantageous, whether one steps up and grabs the mantle and takes the lead or they several of them do. And now you have the ability to get more assets that are, you're going to need to get over that big hump and get you into a, a, a you know, a, a long playoff run yeah. and potentially to win a cup. It, it's better to have too many than not enough. Exactly. Because if only one of the seven pans out and is one like an, a starting goaltender that's that's a success yep, that's when it comes success. to this position i mean that's what makes it so hard and not to call attention my my height fixation yeah, but none of these guys are below six foot two i'm just throwing that out there as well yeah. just saying um i know you guys didn't have prolific goaltending careers um past college five ten she's <laughs> just coming after you five ten one forty Leah, Leah has looked us up on HockeyDB. <laughs> yeah. It's my not hard to find, <laughs> But it my really HockeyDB stats are not accurate. I actually sent in to HockeyDB. They missed a whole entire season of mine in college. <laughs> mine are not accurate either, actually. But I hadn't brought it up. But you missed now. a whole season of mine. Like, oh, I only played 50 games. Leah, like, you missed no half clue. of them? <laughs> It'll Sorry. come at some point. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, Jacob and I have plans. So that's for I don't want to see my HockeyDB stats up on the screen. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Uh, otherwise, I'll point out that the NESCAC was a very high-scoring league, not very defensive league. And let's so, move on. You know, I'm just saying, Vasilevsky, he's he's tall. Aiden Hill, tall. It's this is, you said a copycat league. It's just the it's the wave. It's just the wave of the future. So, Kai's got height right. locked down. Um, Are we done here then, Leah? Circle K has <laughs> polar puffs locked down. Um, they don't sweat. <laughs> really. What? Yeah, I had no idea. Go inside, get a polar pop. It's hot. They also fit Max, in your cup holder. Whenever like you read an ad, Max just like appears. That was like a hot. compliment. I don't know why he was mad. I don't know why he had that look on his face. Um, stop by Circle K. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like, Literally, you, you don't even have to. You, you don't really have to look it up because you'll just find one. You're there. They're they're there when you need them for gas, for snacks, for drinks. Stop by Circle K and make sure. <sighs> now Max is. Max is roughing up our producer right Jacob. now, so I'm going to. Point <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, he actually is. If we had air, a human resource department, I would literally call them right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Max, sleeves of donuts, sleeves of donuts. Oh, I'm just gonna shit. say it while yeah, you're here. Yeah, Craig is fighting for donuts <laughs> that, on the snack cart. That made him leave. Make sure you're all not right. missing out on all the great stuff Circle K has to offer. Right now, you can text PH next to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, go one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Um, I mentioned this on Monday. If you haven't gone on gophnext.com yet and seen the beautiful redesign of our website, Go check it out. Um, I love it. It's great. I bet you PD has no clue what we're talking about because he doesn't read anything. Uh, read, <laughs> read messages. Anything. Read, read messages. Like, we should just relabel this entire episode. <laughs> Leah's shade. She's just throwing shade on both of us the entire show. Am I wrong? Show. You're not wrong. I don't care. He was I texting the whole first 10 minutes of Monday's show. Um, yeah. Oh I don't. I haven't been to the website. I read some of the articles on my I phone. I will say. Thanks. But I appreciate that. I don't know the headline and the font. Petey is super consistent about being in the Discord, though. Um, and lately, he's been sharing some great behind-the-scenes content, some extra content that you can only receive if you're a diehard. So if you're not a diehard, become one today. Go phnext.com slash diehard. Join our Discord. Get 20% off merch. Get 20% off events. Get a free shirt or hat when you sign up. And every year after, access to Craig's weekly diehard-only pieces as well. Um, and you get a snazzy box in the mail when you become a diehard. 
diehard with a, do. di- a membership card. The card is cool. You get a $50 voucher to Mountain Mike's. You get a Dobson Ranch card. Like I can go on and on and on about all the perks. So become a family. And of course, check out phnxlocker.com for all the best gear around. Back to school. Looking to rep your teams at school? phnxlocker.com. Anything else? Jacob, are you bleeding? <laughs> I'm alive. Okay. If, it was uh, only his pride. We'll that was hopefully hurt. be here tomorrow if you guys didn't break something on the trampolines tomorrow. <laughs> um, Oi. Uh, we have a guest tomorrow. We do. Rescheduled. <laughs> Rescheduled, yes. Greg Powers, yeah, that was ASU, a hectic week. ASU uh, head coach Greg Powers will be joining us to talk some ASU hockey. So, yeah. speaking of, we talked about Josh Stone today. Maybe ask him about him tomorrow and just the what's next for ASU hockey after year one at the mullet. So it was really, a, an eventful off season for ASU. Yeah, hockey, so. very. Speaking yeah. of um, conferences and such. So right. looking forward to that. And uh, should we reveal sure. our next guest? Petey. Sure. On Thursday, we're bringing in former Coyotes assistant coach Newell Brown, who is currently an assistant coach for the Anaheim Ducks. And we're bringing him mostly because he runs the power play both in Anaheim and he did here in Arizona as well. Some of the best power play numbers that this um, team's had were under Newell Brown, who was here during the Dave Tippett era. So we're looking forward to having him. We're going to ask him about Troy Terry, Trevor Zegras. Ducks power plays the power sh- play drop pass. I'm sure our chat will be so supportive him. about hate Trevor Zegers. <laughs> hate the drop. Well, we want no hate to Newell. It's not his fault. No, not Jordan, but uh, I know. And he's also one of the good guys in hockey. Too. I'm a yeah. huge Newell Brown fan. Yep. Very, very smart hockey guy. Yeah. So we so. have we have an exciting week ahead. Um, so be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. Hit that notification bell while you're at it, um, and you can follow us. On Twitter at SPDS Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow Jacob um, at Jacob underscore Franklin4. We'll give him well wishes after Max just attacked him. Yeah. <laughs> that was so bizarre. And you can follow the show at so PHNX underscore Coyotes. We appreciate you all so much for watching. Hit the like button on this video. And if you're listening on audio, leave us a review. We appreciate it. We will be back live tomorrow, 11 a.m. with Greg Powers. But until then, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, everyone, and we will see you all tomorrow. Bye!